transparency, clarity, a giant calendar on our kitchen wall with big arrows pointing to all the places that we're going and how long we're going. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast, where my identical twin brother and I share our thoughts and provide solutions for executives and professionals who want to become masters of speaking and communicating so that they can maximize their influence and impact. Yes, we are identical twins who happen to also be public speakers, executive coaches, and sales leaders. Our company, DSB Leadership Group, focuses on equipping leaders who want to speak with confidence and authority, all while using their authentic voice. Here on the Twins Talk It Up podcast, we present topics about communication and leadership from our perspective as individuals and as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Hi, this is Danny and David Suk-Brown here at the Taylor Business Group Big Big Conference. And we're really excited today because we have two special guests. What comes to your mind when you think of tech power couples? These are the couples who are driven by a shared passion for innovation and technology. When you think about power couples and technology, you might think of Bill and Melinda Gates, who together run the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Marissa Mayer and Zachary Bogue. Marissa, former president and CEO of Yahoo, now co-founder at Sunshine Contacts, and Zachary is the co-founder and managing partner at DCVC. We're excited because we have a power couple with us today here in Florida who not only travel on a regular basis all around the globe, speaking and inspiring partners to do their best and to grow their best, but they're here learning how to balance work and life. These are leaders in their respective field, and they still find balance for passion, for love, and, of course, for us as partners. Jake McBain is the Chief Analyst of Channels, Partnerships, and Ecosystems for Canalyst. Jay is an accomplished speaker, author, and innovator in the IT industry. And of course, not to be any different, but just as equally awesome and powerful, we have Michelle Augusta McBain, is Cisco's global lead and channel evangelist for MSPs. She heads up the Provider Elevate team to drive strategy and execution for community, programs, engagements, and acceleration. Michelle is also a highly sought-after speaker. Jay Michelle, welcome to the Twins Talking Up podcast. How are you two doing? Great. Well, thank you so much for having us. And unlike those other two power couples, we are not billionaires. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but we're so thrilled to be with you today, our favorite twins. I love that. Thank you so much. This is David. And from time to time throughout our discussion, we'll make sure to introduce ourselves so that our listening audience can know who's asking you guys the question. Well, we're recording this, as my twin said, from a conference, and we're thrilled to be able to have some time to speak with you. Yes, this might seem like it's ad-lib, but we're thrilled to have some time to talk about your life, your connection, the way you guys work together. But when you think about power couples, what comes to mind? Couples that complement each other. They talk about each other's strengths. They support each other in terms of their individual goals. They support each other in terms of their drive for their own passion, their careers. Individually, you both have incredible merits. We've heard you speak, we've heard you share. You have found incredible success. But with so many strengths, can you share a little bit about how you support each other day to day, project to project? How do you inspire each other? How do you inspire each other and empower each other to even greater heights professionally? Well, that's a great question. So from my standpoint, 
I think that there's no such thing as balance. It's integration. And there's a lot of ebbs and flows that take a lot to make a marriage work, to make a career work, to make a family work. So if you want to be successful, the best person to marry is your best friend and your cheerleader. And that's what we've done. I've found in my marriage to Jay, which will be about 10 years this July 4th, indeed, Um, we're so delighted because I've never met anyone else who has had my back, supported me, stood by my side and um, mentored and coached me as well as listened and learned from me along the way. Um, And I'm also very lucky because in a rare circumstance, my husband had my identical role at Cisco while he worked at Lenovo. So he knows exactly what it takes to get the job done, to be on the road as a road warrior. And he has um, handed off as we travel to take care of our children and to do that part at home, cooking dinner and cleaning the home. And then we switch off and then I do that while he's on the road. And then sometimes if we're lucky enough, we're here together with you today. Yeah, I think that um, another famous Floridian, uh, Tom Brady, recently said, there's a lot of stuff going on. And obviously, there's with that power couple, there's stuff going on right now. But um, what you see on Instagram and what you see on social media is rarely, if ever, you know, real life. And, you know, people may see the 10 or 20%, but when it comes down to it, when she said, you know, picking up the kids and dropping them off and trying to do all this while, um, you know, having public personas and things, it comes down to a lot of stressful moments. You know, there's times on edge, there's, there's all kinds of things going on, and that's the definition of having somebody's back, is in the worst times, not the best times. And, you know, I always joke that um, our pillow talk, different than others, is about the channel. It's so uh, great. It's you know, whispering sweet nothings about front and back end margins. But, um, you know, it, it, it's that kind of teamwork and integration that makes it all work. This is Danny, and I really appreciate just hearing the both of you speak, when I think about the way you admire each other, the way you speak so highly of each other, and when I think about couples, what's really important over time, 10 years worth of marriage, we can't forget to admire our spouse, our partner. We can't forget to take pride in what they do, and you two do that so well. Why is it so easy and important to speak about your spouse or your partner in this type of light? You could easily highlight your own accomplishments, your own goals, but yet you too took the time to really lift each other up that way. Why is it so easy to do that? Because I think in in our case, we really are proud of each other and we really do appreciate and respect the hard work and the determination. And Jay has this expression sometimes where he says, sometimes your career, yourself, you're like a duck in the water where you're floating on the up, uh, above the water for everyone else to see. You're gliding. But underneath, there's a lot of leg pedaling and swimming that's happening. And we know exactly what that takes. Everybody here in the channel, whether you're a partner or a vendor or a distributor or an alliance peer group, we had a real tough last few years with COVID. There's so much going on in the world politically. And the truth is that This is one of the most beautiful places in the world because the technology channel is truly a community and a family. And when I'm not here with Jay, I've made a family here and they all know him and they all know me and we all know each other and we love each other and support each other. And when I look at my husband, um, I can say I'm truly his biggest cheerleader. I love watching him shine. I love supporting him. And I'm humbled and honored when he does the same for me. 
Yeah, and after 10 years of marriage, you learn things like I won't correct her that I was a swan, not a duck. <laughs> um, so I won't even bring that part up. <laughs> but um, no, I, we're very different people as well. They say opposites attract. And uh, I grew up with an accountant as a father and I count everything. And, um, and she looks at the world uh, differently than I do. And it helps because we both come in. And it's like having diversity in the boardroom. You know, you get the whole picture uh, of each story and, and things like that. And, you know, celebrating each other. I'm in the back room counting at how things go and mm-hmm. how influence works and how the watering holes work. And the, the net of all of my research over almost 30 years, it's a human business, which all business is. But there's 35,000 vendors vying for millions of partners. And it's conferences like this with hundreds of people in the room and, and who's making that connection. And there's, you know, very, very large companies you mentioned in Redmond and Seattle and San Francisco, uh, like Cisco, that to many people now, the, the tip of the spear, the view they have on Cisco is my wife, Michelle. And it's not, you know, a big company that screwed up their billing. It's not a company that's not delivering the product for 12 months because of supply chain issues. And, and whether she can help directly or not, it's a friendly voice. And it's somebody that, you know, either you can, you know, vent with or at least have a connection with. And that makes Cisco different than their competitors. And for many people here and many companies that do this well, it translates. I'll just give a couple of more numbers because that's what I do. You know, a couple of the big sponsors of this event in the security space, like a threat locker, has grown 650% during the pandemic. A company like Huntress has grown 350% during the pandemic. They're both in an industry with 2,000 competitors vying for the channel and an industry that's growing at 27%. So how are they growing at 10 or 20 or 25% multiples? Well, it all comes down to community involvement, community engagement. And that's, I think, what we do together so well is understand how the world really works. I love that. This is David, and I appreciate how much... We're hearing from you not only the passion you have for your respective industries and career, but also the way you guys speak about each other. I love that. Because you can see couples hide behind each other. One's doing well, I guess I don't have to do as well. One's thriving in the spotlight, okay, that's okay for them. I'm going to go ahead and just ride that coattail. But that's not how you guys are. You guys are lifting each other up. You're celebrating each other. So for our listening audience, when we think about success, how do you guys define success for you as a couple? Well, I think that really depends on the person and the the couple. And as Jay mentioned, we're both very different people, which is what brings us together. Um, So for me, the success is, do I wake up every day doing what I love? Do I know my why? And is my why on a professional and and a personal standpoint having that equal balance and respect. So I talk a lot about like the five love languages. And I think those love Mm -hmm. languages, your work languages, what drives you? Are you a title person, a time person, quality time, words of affection person? For me, the most important qualities are words of affection and quality time. So when I go on the road, I want to spend all that time with my partners. I want to listen. I want to learn. I want to hear what's working, what's not, how we can help them improve. And then on the other end, 
when I'm not there, I want to make sure that I'm taking all of those lessons and bringing them back so that I can help drive success for Cisco and my partners. Personally, I have a lot of value as being the first in my family to go to college from immigrant grandparents who came to this country for the American dream, the first to get my master's degree, the first women to work in technology, and I've been here for 17 years. So I am very passionate about women and diversity and inclusion and getting people a seat at the table. I have an all-woman team I'm very proud of. I didn't hire them for that reason, but I hire the best, and they all were the best. And so I look at that. I look at what I do from an industry perspective. Those are the things that drive me. From a personal perspective, I had heart surgery four years ago. And when you get wheeled into the operating room, I assure you, you don't think about, I should have worked a couple more hours. Mm. You think about who and what really matters to you. I thought about my husband, my mother, my family, my children. Those are the things that drive you. And so balance is very important to us. We work really hard. We play really hard. We do it all, and we do it well, or to the best of our ability. Yeah, so the, there's differences as well. Uh, we talk about balance and uh, you know diversity in, in a relationship. While she's reading love languages and applying very much tactical, you know, day in and day out plans with partners and things like that, I tend to elevate to like a seven habits, you know, beginning with the end in mind. So while I'm staring twelve years in the future at the both of us being on a sailboat on our way to Spain, um, which is a real plan. And, um, you know, I I tend to roll it backwards. When I speak in front of an audience, I'm talking in a decade of the ecosystem, you know, at 50,000 feet. And so part of this balance, again, is the ground level, the grassroots, the bottom-up approach, the top-down approach. Again, I think one plus one equals three in our relationship. And, uh, you know, it can be frustrating at times, uh, more for her probably than me. Um, but, you know, we, we do it, come at it as different people, right. but, um, you know, come into a bigger hole at the end. We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, Finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners. 20% off products or services on our website. Just send us an email with the subject line podcast, and we will send you that special discount code. 
at dsbleadershipgroup.com. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. This is Danny, and what I really love is just this play back and forth, and it seems that you're just putting icing, and now cherry on top, mm-hmm. and more nuts, and then more icing. It, I just love this She's the nuts. back and forth balance. <laughs> balance. I'm the cherry. <laughs> now, one of the things um, I'm, I'm really happy to hear about is really just to just see that. when we're, Our audience cannot see you guys. But to hear you speak about each other and then to see the glistening in your eyes and the smiling it's on your face, yeah, that is amazing. Yeah. And by the way, if you're out there today and you want to become more powerful in your speaking, smile more when you speak. <laughs> People will see that. We talked a little bit about just the balance. When Jay is at a conference, you may have to be juggling with the children, making dinner, and then vice versa. When you're actually on the road and Jay has to do that, that's a great balance. And we really love that. Now, I wouldn't say you guys call that work-life balance. What was a phrase that you used earlier today, Michelle? Work-life integration. Work-life integration. So please tell our audience a little bit bit more and how you discovered the best combination to actually make this work. Because if anybody in our audience knows this couple, every week when there's DattleCon, IT Nation, Taylor Business Group, Big Big Conference, they're there. Mm -hmm. So how do you do it? Please tell us about this work-life integration. Yeah, no, that's a great, it's a great question. I'll, I'll reference it back a little to, I've been very privileged to sit on a lot of women in technology groups. And this conversation happens a lot in our community. In fact, during COVID, one quarter of women left careers in technology due to the stress of the, the lack of work-life balance or lack of leadership support. You hear about the great resignation. We hear about quiet quitting. Culture matters. Employee improvement and employee satisfaction matters. And so you look at, um, I've been very happy. I was one of the co-founders of the Advancing Women in Technology group of Comtia. I sat on the board of CRN's Women of the Channel. I'm a part of the Alliance of Channel Women. I started a nonprofit group with Janet Shines called Tech World's Half. And we have a lot of communities. We come together. I say our community is like a Venn diagram. We all are like a small family reunion. The logos may change, the t-shirts may change, but the names and faces don't change. We're a family and we help support and enable and encourage everyone. And so for women specifically, not that it's not also a male problem, but culturally, societally, a lot of the responsibilities for education and for homework and for house duties tend to lean towards women in society and around the world. And so you add to that where somebody will say, oh, it's nice that Jay's babysitting your children. And I'm like, that's called parenting. <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? So in my mind, nobody really questions when a man travels, but a woman travels, they say, well, how are you away from your family? And it is harder, I think, to some extent for some of us. I was joking earlier that when Jay goes into the hockey room with four daughters, he sometimes has pink toenails. That's being a real man. So you have to know that family comes first. And in order to do that, I look at my team that way as well. We have a rotation of schedule to make sure that everybody has a seat at the table, their voices are heard. If they have 
have, they need a break, a mental health break, time with your family. Cisco implemented something called Day For Me. And it's a day, not a holiday, that you get to do whatever you want and just have a mental health break. And this started wow. during COVID. And during Cisco Impact, we were lucky to have Simone Beals, the Olympic gold medalist, yes. join us. And she yes. talked a lot about mental health and the importance of taking time. So for me... Everybody, including men, because the reverse goes true too. the bias. Does a man not deserve to spend time with his family at dinner? Does a man not deserve to go to his child's school play or recital? Everybody has. And even if you're not married, even if you're at home and you're like, I'm single. Do you not deserve time for you to breathe and do what you love? A happy employee is a healthy employee. And that's where I think we really lean. And Gary Vee said something really pivotal that I heard last week at DattoCon. And he said, hire fast, fire faster. And when you have great talent, promote the fastest. Keep them and keep them happy. Yes. Again, being a great husband, um, I, I won't correct. The hockey room is actually a rink. Um, <laughs> see, these are the things you learn over time. You just don't bring up after. And, and tomato, don't, tomato. Don't, 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 you, don't be a, you don't be a right fighter. So um, He's I would say learning. that it, it, takes, um, it does take uh, a bunch of uh, supply chain logistics, 3PL logistics work uh, when people are traveling. Right. And so understanding she was at this event yesterday, I'm looking at a 7.30 uh, drop-off for kids to school and an 11 o'clock speaking slot. And then right after this, heading up on my motorcycle back up north to get the kids, bring them back down. But she's got a room here tonight, Ocean View, so the kids can stay in a hotel. But again, you're, you're looking at this almost like uh, uh, an agenda of, of what has to happen. And when I'm heading off uh, in a few weeks to Barcelona, then to Singapore, then to Colombia, and doing some of that world speeches, now she is, you know, dropping the kids at 7 o'clock in the morning and making things work on behalf of Cisco. We've got a great family. We have nobody local, but um, our parents will fly in and, you know, we do the best we can. And, and sometimes it means saying no. Today, I would normally be in San Francisco speaking at Dreamforce, uh, with Salesforce. And looking at this week and looking at how it all shaped up, uh, it didn't make sense. And I, I would just piggyback on that and say that you have to have enough humility and lack of ego to say when it's a me show versus mm. a we show. Yes. And there was another conference that I had that they wanted me to be the keynote speaker at. And I said, Jay's traveling. We have two little girls at home. And they didn't ask for our lives. So we have to take consideration that they have a stability at home. They have, they know that they have parents at home that love them, support them, care for them. And all that mundane awesomeness of life that has to, the show has to go on, the dance school and the school drop-offs and dental appointments, all of that has to happen with yet all the stuff that we're doing in our daily lives. So we just have to be able to tap in and tap out of the rink and tag team each other and help support 
support and enable each other and our family um, because children are really the heart of the home. And if they're happy and have stability, they understand that. And for me, to avoid the mom guilt, for every mom out there listening, there are those little faces and the little tears and the mommy, I'll miss you. And it's so hard and it happens to dads too. I dug to a lot of dads that have that happen to them. And so part of the idea was we live an hour from this event. We see a lot of great families at this show, little boys and girls, eight years old, six years old that are here. So, hey, while you're here, Jay, why don't you come speak at the event as well? Why don't we come together and make this a place where the children don't just feel like this is jobs take families away, but there's value in seeing mommy mm. and daddy work and the people we work with and what we did because you're part of that picture. That's wonderful. This is David. And you bring something up that I want to touch on real quickly. I want to talk about communication. You have to be on the same page, and perhaps the biggest challenge is when you make assumptions, when you don't have the shared calendar. When you say, well, I'm traveling, the company wants me to go, you should be, no, you should be. Mm -hmm. So talk about how you establish clarity, how you guys come to communicate, and essentially stay on the same page. That's never happened between us. We've never not. (laughs) Of course it has. (laughs) So I would say that for us, the biggest thing was exactly that. Transparency, clarity, a giant calendar on our kitchen wall with big arrows pointing to all the places that we're going and how long we're going, not just the dates of the event, because everyone who's a road warrior knows there's the day prior for setup. Mm-hmm. There's the days that you're there at the conference and the trade show floor booth. There's the, the boardroom meetings and the breakout sessions and the keynotes. And then there's the drop down and taking it all away, especially when you're a vendor like me, where Jay as an analyst, he can fly in, do his speech, fly out. He's in a different point in his life, but For me, there's a lot that goes into that for myself and my team to make sure that we're executing properly. And so I need for him to have full clarity and full transparency to everything on my schedule and see where it makes sense. And there is one event that's coming up that is a deal breaker where we both have to go at the same time. So So we flew in my mom. (laughs) <laughs> from, 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 Thanks, from, Mom. From, Van, Mom. from Vancouver, awesome. Canada, 5,000 miles away. Thanks, Mom. But that's, that's okay. those moments. But we've actually, post-COVID, when all the uh, traveling season started, we've actually done a really good job. And like she said, though, it takes actual planning. Like yeah. you'd be in a business meeting. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're annual past members at Disney. So we go into that big calendar, and she draws little Mickey Mouse ears <laughs> on all the weekends that are not blackout dates that we could go. Thank you, Orlando conferences. So, and, <laughs> and, and she's a planner in that way, and I'm just cheap that I want to go to Disney to get our money's worth. Um, but in the end, you got to have that there. Hmm. And then at the same time, you know, beyond this world travel and stuff, we want to go celebrate Christmas with penguins. In so Antarctica. We're, so we're taking our kids to Antarctica for Christmas. And so... That starts on December 16th to get down to Chile, mm-hmm. and then it ends in Argentina, and then how do we get back in January? How is this all going to work? And then there's a speech that has to be given in Maui, wow. which is also now a family trip. And then there's a, a speech that has to be given in Cancun in February, which is also a family trip. So this is the type of things that we have to sit down now and start to actually literally build out the agenda, build out the logistics, and, and get things working. It's not just a fly by the seat of your pants and have one central calendar that hopefully everything works. 
This is David, and we are spending some time with Jay and Michelle McBain here at the Taylor Business Group Big Big Conference in Florida, having a great conversation. And I want to add something to that because I can't imagine what that looks like, how complex that could be. But you mentioned earlier about working hard, playing hard. Talk about quality time and how you have to prioritize and fight for that because you mentioned taking the kids with you on these trips because you want to make it about the family. But what about you two? How do you guys find quality time for the two of you? Well, that's a difficult one. Um, and we're both night owls, which works. Uh, my night owl cuts off because of the 7 o'clock drop-offs for the kids, so I can't be doing a lot of the 3 to 4 in the morning stuff, which uh, you know Michelle does a lot of her work after hours. Um, but most of it is just dropping your work at, at some point. And, and for us, that doesn't mean logging off. It just means refocusing. And we use technology um, up and down to you know, kind of be engaged in those minutes that you get open when the kids go to bed. Mm -hmm. there's, there's time there. And you know, we have to fight for our own date nights, which I mentioned on stage earlier. We have to kind of fight for time. And that's probably the biggest thing that we struggle with is there is a lot going on. There's a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, maybe on a sailboat crossing the Atlantic one day, we'll have too much time with each other. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's the thing that, you know, we don't post on social media, but it's a struggle. I would, I would add to that. Um, so for me, I am hyper aware of, I mentioned my two love languages are quality time and words, right? And so there's a point of two things that I really believe in. One, at the dinner table, there's no technology. We sit at our dinner table as a family every night, like we did for COVID, uninterrupted, whenever we're all home, of course, which is every time we're home. And we do not in out enlist cell phones, iPhones, <laughs> iPads, computers, um, TV, whatsoever because that's our quality time. Like, what did you love this week? Or what did you love today? What What do you need help with? How can we talk and have a, what, how, what was the highlight of your day? The highs and lows, right? And so this time is really valuable because that's where you really get to know each other. When I'm home, I put my girls to sleep every night. I lay in between them. They have two big beds and they, they want me in the middle of them. And Jay's like, how long are you going to do that for? They're eight and six. And I'm like, I don't know if they're 27 and they still want their mom. I'm all in. So like, I'm that mom. Um, and I'm okay with that because I love my family more than life. And so when that happens, and typically they go to bed much earlier than us and definitely me, um, we do a lot of talking. There have been times where Jay and I have stayed up till six in the morning talking. Our road trips is a great time where we just have uninterrupted time without technology and devices to have conversations. Jay grew up in a road trip family, so we have a lot of fun doing that. Two and a half hours to Disney. When we lived in Albany, two and a half hours to New York City or Boston. So we would always make a lot of trips. Our boat days are something that we really try to do a lot of. So we have a lot of activities. And probably the most important and the thing that I'm most passionate outside of work and family is travel. So Jay and I bonded on our love for travel. When I first met him, he said, I love to travel. I said, oh, really? Where are you going next? And he said, South Africa. I had just got back the week before. And he said, what were you doing there? And I said, I was at World Cup watching the Brazil-Portugal game. He said, I was at Brazil at the fan park watching your game. <laughs> you were in the stadium. So we had this instant connection. And we, since that moment, 
collectively have been to 85 countries and six continents, which makes Antarctica our seventh continent. And we have a goal to do 100 continents without revisiting the same one twice until we get through a, a lot of them. Wow. And so we are hyper aware of that. Our kids have been to 50 countries and 35 countries. And some people will say to us, they're so little. Will they even remember it? And I say, I don't know if they will or not, but what I do know is they're going to remember seeing people that look different than them, mm. that lived yeah. different than them, tasting different food, listening to different music, hearing different people, and that's the beauty of our world. That's the beauty of diversity, and Jay and I share that passion. So as much as we can, as often as we can, we tell our kids every weekend, pretty much, whenever we're home. What are we going to do today? We're going on an adventure. Nice. So that's how we live our weekends. This is Danny, and I love the fact that you can say we visited all these countries, had our kids try all these foods, and that was very important. Uh, well, I, was, I used to lead global sales, and my wife is an entrepreneur. She has her own business. She has IT background as well. We took, we took our kids everywhere. I love it. Why, and people would always ask us, why do you take your kids where you want to go? I want them to experience life. I want them to experience different cultures, different foods. There's a whole world outside the United States. I love it. There's a whole world. And yes, my wife is Canadian and <laughs> Toronto. But the good news is, is that we all love to take our kids and allow them to see life. Mm. I want to encourage our audience. I want to encourage all of our members. As you're growing your practice, you're growing your business, please take time to look back. As Jay said, he'll plan ahead, 10 years ahead or more. Michelle looks at the now, and they have a great balance together. I want you to take the time to do that balance as well. Where do you see yourself in one year, two years, five years, and 10 years? Now, as you think about that, start making the steps, putting the plan in place. Encourage yourself. Go visit some countries. Go visit the world. Your business will continue to thrive. Your business will continue to grow because you're doing the 10 years ahead. So don't forget that. Marriage personalities. We talk about extroverts, introverts, and ambiverts. I look at this from the perspective of energy. How you get it and how you stay energized. Extroverts get energized by being with people. Introverts get energized by being alone. Alone to recharge. So ambiverts are comfortable with both and get energized both ways. They're kind of what I call the hybrid or maybe the plug-in hybrid. Which are you, and how do you support each other by being either the same or different? Well, Michelle is a true extrovert. She can walk into any room, walk into any you know, group of people, and people feel the energy without even seeing her. <laughs> and I only play an extrovert on TV. <laughs> so I grew up as an you know, kind of counting things with an accounting father. I, I am an analyst. I'm literally building research and spreadsheets and... I get dazzled by my own V lookups. Um, and then, you know, when I'm in public, I understand the value to my role is connecting with people. And so like many introverts, you have to, um, you know, mentally prepare yourself. Uh, and you're not going to break into a room or you're not going to break into a, a group of people, uh, but you've got to play the role. And so that's another big difference between us, which again, one plus one equals three. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that. And I would say when COVID happened, I was feeling depleted because I crave energy. 
I truly get fueled when I'm around people in a room. Most people tell their kids not to talk to strangers. I tell my kids, a stranger is just a friend you haven't met yet. <laughs> so I am the complete opposite of feeling like I don't, I don't, it's hard for me to be alone. And I, I actually force myself during COVID to be more introspective and to do that meditation and the mindfulness and that self time. But it pains me. It is not fun for me. Where Jay was like, yes, I don't have to wear pants. It was really exciting. And so we have this complete different personality, but also because of that, I'm attracted to introverts, both in my relationship with my husband, but my best friends are all introverts. And it's funny how energy kind of gravitates you towards the opposite kind of person, um, like a battery, if you will. And so I tend to surround myself with very thoughtful, introspective, mindful people that I feel better me and intrigue me. And they tend to be attracted to me because of my energy or zest. That's awesome. This is Danny. The funny thing about that, as Dave and I grew up as identical twins, people say, how do you tell the difference? Keep it a couple minutes. <laughs> They'll see Dave walking around the room talking to everybody, and Danny sitting down right there reading a book. <laughs> and I was happy being by myself. And that's how people knew the difference between David and Danny. Now, I do a great job when I'm in front of people to be an extrovert, but honestly, I'm so much more comfortable by myself. Mm-hmm. Studying things, figuring things out, getting extra degree, whatever I have to do, dual degrees, what I did for undergrad and grad school. I just love it. Hey, it's free after 18 credit hours. Okay, how many more can I take? 26, 27, 28? And that's what I did. Amazing. Because it was available. But I love that dynamic. I really do love it. And I really want all audience to know, you have to understand your dynamic. Yeah. Who are you? What brings you joy? What brings you passion? And when you look at your employees, when you look at your spouse and you look at your kids, what are they like? Can you feed off each other? Can you lift each other up instead of looking at that as a negative thing? Yep. You guys have looked at that as a positive thing, and you've drawn a lot of energy. I want to, Before you go on, mm-hmm. I wanted to say you, you mentioned two things to the listeners, and I really think they're val- very valuable. So before I was at Cisco for 13 years, I left for five years. I consulted for a few years with the JS Group, and I came back to Cisco. And during that time, I spent a lot of time with MSP partners around the world, and I want to say to everyone listening, the leaders of the company, a few things. One, you are the face of the company, and it is your job for everybody, even if you're in a big company, like a corporation like Cisco, you are more valuable if you're able to leave and recharge. And you need to enable and empower and live by example. Because if you don't do those things, your team will not do them. They want to learn. And the hardest workers you have are often the ones that won't take the time off. So you have to encourage it because even if they don't think that they need it, they do. And the other portion of that is we talk a lot about women and diversity and different types of people. It's not just gender. It's not just race. It is introverts and extroverts. It's people of all different socioeconomic backgrounds and handicap or enabled especially abled people and the people that are just kind of all sorts of different shapes, shades and colors that come together. And if you look across the table and everybody looks and sounds and thinks like you, you're doing it wrong. Mm. So the most important thing that you can do is find people that are different than you at events, as partners, as employees, as friends, you have to look across the aisle and say, I want to learn 
from you. And so that is probably the most important thing, I think, when you, if you're the extroverted person in the room, you have to learn to be an active listener. Yes. You have to listen to the other people, which is sometimes hard for us because we have a lot to say and we want to share it. And when silence is uncomfortable, but you have to give space for everybody to have a voice. We'll be right back after this short break. We want to thank our sponsor for today's episode, Paul Jackowitz of pauljackowitz.com. For all your website design and management needs, visit Paul Jackowitz. That's Paul, J-A-C-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z.com. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. As a special thank you, we have an amazing offer for our listeners for a free consultation over the next two weeks. Visit our website and schedule your free 30-minute consultation. And now, let's get back to the episode. Welcome back to Twins Talk It Up podcast. This is Danny again. I really appreciate you breaking that down for our audience. I love the fact that we had uh, Chaitra on who is a founder and president of the Women in Cloud. And she challenged all organizations to have women in leadership positions, especially C-suite. Mm. And there was a study that was done that for all board members or all C-suite organizations that had women, they were actually more profitable percentage-wise than those that did not. So I love the challenge. If everyone looks like you, you're doing something wrong, go get people that are different from you. And you know what? They add value. They really do. Yeah. Uh, before I, I turn it over to Dave, and before we wrap it up, we talked about visiting all the continents. We talked about going to visit the penguins. And I love the adventurous spirit. I love how you said, hey, Jay, what do you love? I love the travel. I love the travel. I just came back. I mean, that is so amazing to hear all that. Besides the adventures, besides the travel, what do you do to develop yourself as leaders? What books are you reading? What programs or podcasts? What are you doing in order to continue to build yourself up? Because you're both leaders and you have employees and you have your peers that follow you, that want to imitate you. So what are you doing in order to continue to grow and develop yourself? So so I'll jump in first and say it's very funny because the people that we inspire us are similar to our personalities so jay is a huge malcolm gladwell fan he loves analytics he loves the dissection of data and he's canadian and he's canadian and i'll let him talk more about that in just a second but those are the type of things that jay is always looking at the numbers his mind works in that way he's quantified everything since he's 11 years old it's great to have a shared credit card let me just tell you it's not. but <laughs> but i do think that on the other end of that i um, because I'm a child of immigrants and entrepreneurs and hustlers and grit and self-made people, I gravitate towards people like Tony Robbins and Gary Vaynerchuk and, you know, 
so I'll just share the story quickly. I I love to read books like that. Simon Sinek, What's Your Why? Those are the type of things that inspire me. I read a lot of self-help books. I read a lot of mindfulness books. A lot of things that things that inspire me are people that have overcome adversity, that ran away from channels. I started a podcast myself called Fail For It Live. I'd love to have you guys on it as well. Please. Talking about people's failures because yes. everybody talks about success, but very few people talk about their challenges and struggles and what made them overcome that. And as a poor kid from Brooklyn with a single mom, I always looked at executives as though they were sitting on a throne. And then the older I get and the more experience I get and the higher a position I got, I realized not only did I succeed more by being authentic and genuine to myself, but also I learned that those people are human too. And they put their pants on one leg at a time like everyone else and their parents and grandparents and they have pains and emotions just like everybody else. So in that motion, I try to always lean towards the value of um, that spirit. And I'll just share one last thing. Last week, I was in the front row. I snuck in at DattoCon. I don't think vendors are supposed to be in the front row, but I love Gary Vee so much. I got right up there, and he kept looking in my general direction. And I was like, maybe he's looking at me. Could it be? And, of course, I was like, that's silly, Michelle. He's not. And at the end, I, I asked Rob Ray, an exceptional human, fellow Canadian, I said, Rob, I'm a huge fan. If there's any way that I can please get back there and see Gary, I would be so appreciative. And he said yes. And I was dodging and weaving through his bodyguards who were trying to stop me. And I got back there. And Gary looked at me and he goes, I'm so happy you're here. And I looked around to see who he was looking at. And he looked at me and he said, I love your energy. When you're speaking, who you look at in the first rows is so important. so So everyone in the audience as speakers, give us your energy give us your love because we'll give it right back to you (laughs) so for me i think um i go back to my grandfather's bookshelf and uh, he died in 1985 10 years before the internet but his bookshelf was wikipedia thousands of books how do trains work how do clocks work how does nuclear fission work And he had to go buy the book, and there was no Wikipedia page that he he could read. But if he ever saw the Internet, I'm sure he would have been as dazzled as I am every day. Uh, But that's what my virtual bookshelf is like. How does the channel work? How do these watering holes work like we're at today? How do the people behind the scenes, the Illuminati behind this channel work? And so my bookshelf is all of that. It is, I I just need to figure out the, the mechanism here, the decoder ring on how it all works. If I can connect that to her, connect it to my why, whatever that is, uh, that's great. But um, that's what motivates me. This is David, and we've been more than thrilled to be able to have this conversation, more than blessed to know that we can sit with a power couple. When we talk about power couples and what they mean, what they do, they are driven by a shared passion, not just for innovation, not just for technology, but for each other to be successful to find that work-life integration. Oh, I love that. That was awesome. (laughs) We're going to leave show notes in the show notes, contact information or how to find them, where they're going to be speaking next. We're going to put that there. But we're so excited to have had this conversation with you, and we hope that you will come back again soon to join us on our podcast. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Michelle. We're so honored to have you here.
We're so thrilled to be with you. And thanks, everyone. If you find any value from our words, please reach out. Let us know what helped you and, and let us know what can help us because we're all a work in progress. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk It Up podcast. Please subscribe and follow us on Instagram at DSP Leadership and visit us online at dspleadershipgroup.com to learn more about our workshops and trainings. We will see you on the next episode of the Twins Talk It Up podcast.